0: Hi, I'm Michael Etchens from Access. Thank you very much for coming backstage with Access All Areas, okay? Hope you have a good time.
1: Well, hello and welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my in Excess nerd, Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers, in Excess, Sharing music, tours, videos, albums and oh so much more.
2: Well, hello welcome to Excess Access All Areas, episode 140. Podcast that dives deep and all things great about our favourite band with B, my compadre, a bunch of listeners and podcast uh, patrons around the world. Hello B. I feel like I've only spoke to you and recorded a couple of days ago, which was the case for Wasted Part One.
1: Yes. Managed to get that out um, in time for um, this one to come out again. I was very pleased with the production on last week. So um, I hope um, to get some feedback on that if you if you liked it or not, everybody. But um, great content too. Fantastic, Hayden.
2: Well B's come up with a little bit of new recording advice. What's the new platform called?
1: Well, many. I have many new different tools in my belt just lately, but I'm using um, StreamYard. Hello to all the StreamYarders out there. So we'll be able to do a lot more videoing and live streaming, which you probably all saw me do and not too well last weekend. And we're also using um, a, an enhancer as well, which is like um, an algorithm thing. So, um, yeah, it's good to have that too because Hayden always seems to always leave his microphone in his headphones somewhere. So it's good that we can now sound fantastic.
2: Well, B- look, B loves her little knobs and things like that, don't you, be yeah, I love uh, big knobs. And- <laughs> big knobs. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, I guess uh, what was a late drop for our episode last week means, Between episode one of Elegantly Wasted and two, is a very very narrow gap. So you're getting sort of a uh, onslaught of EW and uh, look excited by the initial uh, downloads. Uh, We've only sort of again start recording a day after that was released. So thanks to all those who've digested that content. The golden reviews and discussions and retrospectives are always popularly received from our uh, listener base, and we hope you know this episode uh, serves an equal sort of uh, downloadability and, and enjoyment as episode one has. Now, B. Um, I guess quick couple a couple of quick things for you. How's your in excess day been uh, <laughs> since I last?
1: <laughs> Morning.
2: <laughs> yeah. So maybe. Oh, actually, it's probably two days, maybe three days, but. Truth be known, uh, how's it been going for you? Well, anything come across your desk the last three days? Are you
1: ready for this? I don't know if you've seen the messages, but this is brilliant. First of all, I have to give credit to Laurel Schneider for um, pointing it out to us on the um, messages that we have with our patrons. And uh, she's on the, um, the page for um, Dogs in Space. And a great guy, a lovely guy, I've just been speaking to him, called Bruce Butler. Hello to Bruce. He put a great post out about rooms for the memory. And what happened is on Michael's birthday this last year, this year, this year, um, a few people got together, friends got together and re-recorded Rooms for the Memory. Really? And they have given it to Nick Lornay and he has produced it. So this wow. morning, I've been talking to Nick in LA and to Bruce in Melbourne. And Bruce wants to come on the show. We might even get Jane on, who did the interview with um, Ollie. And we're trying to um, get some money for together for Ollie with the rooms for the memory song. So, wow. guys, very exciting um, to have Nick involved as well. There's many, many people. Nick has given me a list. I'll give you more information as I get more information, um, and that should be, be released sometime soon. A new a recording of rooms for the memory from Dogs in Space that Michael recorded with Ollie.
2: Right. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's news to me. So uh, fantastic updates. Um, it'd be great to sort of do anything for Ollie. And yeah. um, I can, well, I did have a little bit of Ollie in the news, but let's go with it now because he mentioned his name. It was his birthday days ago. Uh, so big happy birthday, Ollie. We know you've been traveling a little bit hard with your illness and things, but big heartfelt happy birthday from our community to you. Yeah. All right, now B. Uh, a couple of little things. Uh, I, I saw that somebody from one of our platforms uh, do a little bit of feistiness, and I thought that's that. one if that's B? But there was a little article about uh, Michael, and I might have uh, seen someone say "go away troll" or something like that. Was that you? <laughs> you got a guilty look. No, no.
1: I, I. Well, I, that- I stepped up. <laughs> because somebody had said something about the trial. Yeah, it's guy just said, yeah, Michael's voice wasn't that good and he shouldn't have been number one. So there was a yes. post went out for yeah. a poll about Australian artists and it was yes. the top 15. And yes. Michael was number one, of course. But <laughs> this guy who is on our page, so yeah, you know, get off it if you're not a Michael fan, sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, look, you know, I did I did look through the context. I don't think he was a troll, but uh boy he was No,
1: I didn't call him a troll. I just call it I called him something. What did I call him? A <laughs> negative Nelly.
2: <laughs> oh well, the, the word troll did go out and I thought, oh, okay, someone in there's doing uppercuts, but uh anyway, <laughs> so
1: all poor, that was Paul Jolie got involved as well. <laughs>
2: Well, I wouldn't mess with Paul Joel in one like night. I in a dark-minded night. <laughs> dark. Ali Paul will uh, definitely fix you up. But um, uh, look, we uh, we are in the midst of our sort of elegantly wasted sort of little series there. So we're going to be going to our topic in a moment. But going back through the songs and stuff like that, it's been quite nostalgic for me. I don't know about you, B, but uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I've had the jingles and the songs in my head the last few days. Especially <laughs> particularly, Girl on Fire. Somehow, I'm waking up to Girl on Fire, not literally, but in you know musical terms. But uh, 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 unfortunately. yeah, unfortunately. Uh, what about you? you have yeah. these sort of jingles in your head resonating?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a great album. I'm so glad that you revisited uh, it and that we could do this again. So, yeah, I mean, all of the songs are amazing. I've been listening to a lot of the remixes of Don't Lose Your Head. That's the one that I've got in my head most of the time.
0: Hmm. Uh, you ain't worth it.
2: And worth that to me. All right, but without further ado, why don't we just get on with it, OK? What's the time for?
1: And now it's time for Topic of the Week.
2: This is Andrew Ferris. Hi, this is Kurt. Hey, guys, this is John Ferris. Hey, this is Gary, Gary Beers. And hey, this is
1: Tim Farris. This is Michael Litchens from Excess. Why don't you come upstairs to first class and get pissed with me?
2: I believe we're side two. Uh, we're at pizza turn over the disc, the tape, uh, the album, whatever device you use, we're going to turn it over and get straight into side two. This song's catchy, lots and lots of hooks. Uh, I can tell this is a bit of a socket. <laughs> Paul, it uh, has to be, and absolutely. I really like the introduction of the drum signatures or the time signatures that John plays. It's not just the standard rock 4 4. It's got uh, these really interesting time signatures which John sort of puts on. And I think Michael's vocals on this uh, are really, really, really strong. Uh, he's singing this one well with a little bit of passion. And I love the word, uh, anytime he could put the word with a rip uh, T. Oh, it's a, a good one, isn't it? Yes, yeah, I know that. Know. Great phrasing. Again, my only criticism at this song is a little bit of the production. I, again, it's a little bit like just a man. It's got a couple of little sort of sonics in the guitar that the only negative about it is I just find it just a bit cringy in parts of the guitar sound. But I can't even quite articulate why. It's um, the hooks there and the, and the songs there, et cetera. There, again, maybe a, you know maybe needs either real amped up, you know. Almost metal type sort of uh, version to this, or maybe a more of an acoustic version. But yeah, a minor quibble. Overall, it's a pretty strong start to side two.
1: It's a bit of a naughty song as well, though, isn't it? It is. <laughs> when he says yeah. about shutting her mouth,
2: yes, yes. Uh, with the with the, with the rest of me, or with something. With
1: The like rest that, of you know? me, like oh yeah, my yeah. god, can you really put that in a song? But yes, he did. Yeah. He did. That's he right. did. And, and talking about the heat and the burn and how the flames make him yearn. <laughs> it's
2: got yeah, that but, bit of an ode to the kick thing with the horns, you know, that end bit with the big sort of horns mm, coming through right. from sort of the sort of like the song Kick and stuff like that. So it has a little bit of an ode to some of the past production there as well, which is good.
1: It's you a favourite. Like I do like this one.
2: Yeah, I we're having a song number eight, which uh, I guess be, uh, is uh, a bit of a fan favourite for some of our listeners and things out there. We're going to go over to We Are Throne Together. You look for love,
0: you just get skinned, you turn around.
1: Home listeners you've heard this song every every episode that we've had that I've used it to um, read out the patrons but of. As- only what the last two weeks we've decided to change the music it is one of my favorites i love throwing people together it's one of my mantras i love bringing people together i don't like anybody to be left out so this is a, a, a dear song for me and like i said this album i love anyway so this one is a bit of a standout
2: yeah look um i'm going to talk a little bit about this one um this song you know is song eight on an album, and so it's not necessarily front loaded on the first side. It's, it's probably one of the long. I think it is actually the longest song on the album, but definitely top three for me. It's got a real mm-hmm. sort of epic sort of escalation with it. It starts off sort of almost acoustic, uh, softly, softly, almost like a pixie sort of slow song. It sort of uh, does this sort of gradual build, 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 like in excess we've spoken about a lot over time, um, and it you know, brings in these beautiful sort of Indian sort of sounds. sitar mm, um, like mm. Yeah, so it's tars and things like that and it has this really sort of interesting sort of, um, you know, interlude sort of in the middle there. And it feels a bit like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Doors where they're out in the desert scene yeah. tripping away. It it's is tripping. It's got this some sort of uh, mystical sort of sound to it there, um, mm. that sort mm. of scene. Combined with the acoustic guitar parts and things, I love the lyric, sweet damaged smile. Oh, there's some great lyrics in this song. damaged smile, and What a tender, interesting lyric that is. Yeah. The, the harmonies of the band. I mean, this is where all the band, you've laid up their harmonies and the backup vocals and, and then the line only takes a second, you know, for your life oh, to change. Sucks you, know, you
1: in like, and splits you out. Oh, yeah. How good well, is it, that?
2: It really is prophetic and you hear it and you uh-huh. go, jeez, as I'm singing and I'm going, you know, it's so poignant to Michael yeah. and his lies that, um, I know Pedro Loves this song Again You know Talk about a deep track That probably Most mm-hmm. of the world Don't know about and No yeah, yeah You know geez, this, this You know this song went out on radio today and whatever I think there would be a massive listenership. I love it. Um, I'm a jerk. So if you haven't dived deep on this song, we, we just encourage this is a this is what you call a real fantastic deep cut. Oh,
1: it's a fantastic song. And even the ending where he says take my hand, you like yeah. yes, I want to take your hand, you know. <laughs> I believe you Michael, you're going to take yeah. us to the promised land.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's it's an epic you know it's a mm. it's a classic and uh, again it probably as I said you know didn't get released as a single the album didn't sort of dominate in the zeitgeist uh, but boy will this song reward you if you give it give it a chance you know
1: give it a chance guys
2: mm. yeah all right uh song number nine B uh we're moving along nicely today we've got shake the tree so let's give a swirl of this. Shake the tree. Uh, oh, what a one-two punch you know you've got here. You got know, we're thrown together. Then talk about turning the amp up to eleven. Hello, Spinal Tap. Uh, this is probably in excess as like one of their loudest, sort of heaviest songs. Uh, uh, a song I would have loved to see played live. And oh, uh, partic- yes, yeah. I mean, it, the, 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 this is where I love the guitars. I love that they're all crunching, heavy guitars and a soaring vocal and. Again, the song starts off. It sounds like rattlesnakes out in the Californian desert. Here, um, it really almost takes you into these arid conditions that the album sort of uh, mm. uh, liner notes there indicate. Um, great chorus, you know, great, great uh, verses and stuff like that. And um, again, as as most bands' albums start to peter out by song nine, ten, and eleven. I mean, this is a, a fantastic song number nine for an album, and uh, still love it.
1: Oh, I love it too. Yes, um, shake the tree. I mean, shake, shake the tree of life. You know, why not shake it up? It's it, again, you know, it's um a personal look on life, as if say I've fucked off with the world. Let's shake it up and put it back onto you know. There's was a real metaphor in this
2: song your lyrics, and um, mm. this is only one of three songs where the lyrics are inside the line ads, and it's a real criticism for me. Why the management and the company and whoever it was didn't put all the lyrics to the songs in the album because they're fantastic and oh. they only played put yeah. three lots of uh, songs. This being one of them in the uh, the album sleeve. However, you know mm. you can Google them and things like that. But um, you know this one, you know, shake the tree but don't cut it down. I mean, there's obviously a metaphor here about life and you know how to sort of deal with things and you know how to sort of contend with you know everything you face. So. Um, mm. Again, uh, a really yeah, a bit like don't lose your head. A real aggressive vocal, aggressive yeah. lyric, but a real heavy sound with a band. Don't compromise at all on the sound on this one.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a pissed off with the world sort of song as well, isn't it? I like that lyric, um, but the world we know has lost its crown.
2: Yeah, and I ain't gonna take this lost- line down. You know, like I think it, oh. like like again. This but it's the way lyrics, he sings
1: it as well. It's very Nick um, Cave like as well. It's they're like going down. it's just so <laughs> masculine and together and knows and he's sort of like really taken. One
2: of the things, uh, yeah, one of the things Bruce Fairbairn said, you know, uh, around about the time of this, this album, he said that Michael had come in really prepared with the lyrics. You know, I know we heard from Andrew that that Michael had lost the lyrics, <laughs> a lot of the lyrics before Welcome and things, but um, because this album was 12 months in the making, uh, you know, when Michael came into the recording studios, he was really working on a lot of his vocals and and the, the singing and the the phrasing side. He really didn't have to worry about the lyrics. Where Bruce had said some bands come in and they're you know they're almost writing the lyrics as they're in the studio, and some bands yeah. do that. They just beat up and mm. write as they go. Well, I think you can tell Michael's really had some thoughtful lyrics that he's put in his lyric book, had something to really say. Which again irks me that you know, and we'll talk about this later and maybe in the next episode, it irks me that people. Just didn't pause and say, let's look at these lyrics and see where this is at and mm. he'd break them down because he's definitely got something meaningful to say.
1: How good would the video have been of this one?
2: Could have been, yeah, there's definitely oh. potential. Yeah.
1: Um, Michael would have really reenacted being that clown. I reckon, you know, what's that, the clown out of um, Batman? I reckon he could have really Giant. like walked some corridors and really like spoken into the camera and, oh, God, yeah. oh my God, he would have been hot. Have been
2: all right, we've got to move along. We'll be uh, popping off of it. Uh, <laughs> all right, song number 10, we're going to move on to is She Is Rising, B, Play a sample okay. for the audience now. Is rising, birth is birth. She
0: is rising above this world. She is
1: my least favourite of the album actually this is one that I will like you know skip I must admit I'm sorry um, they're all good it's just this is the one if I had to pick one this isn't the one that really does it for me Yeah. so I don't right. listen to it that much so how well,
2: about we're able to, we must be uh, brainwashing each other because this is my clunker this is the only clunker to leave the album mm-hmm. that um, uh, I mean it's not terrible but to me, it's not it, terrible, want, but it's, it's one like it's, I, hmm. there's a couple of other songs they didn't put on the album they could have put on. So uh, this, mm-hmm. I, I remember reading the time. I'm pretty sure when I was reading liner notes in the early days that this was a Michael's uh, soul songwriting or musical contribution. But then, you know, through research this week, I was saying that you know had credit to Andrew and Michael. So maybe our listeners can can, uh, can share with us. Um, look, it's five twenty-four. You know, it does plot along a little bit. Goes on a bit. Um, I, think, mm. I think the lyrics, the lyrics are interesting, and and some of the musicianship and the vocals are good, but it, it, it's just not catchy, and it just probably, as I said, meanders a bit, and um, strikes me probably as as I said, you know, a track that yeah, you could skip and move along. I mean, if you like mm. it, fair play to you. Um, mm. Just not a, a a big one for me. It's probably the Number. one that I would. Get it off the album, put deepest red on B. <laughs>
0: Do you have to have a filler
1: album, a filler song for an album? Well, maybe they did. And this is it. It, it just makes all the others look even better.
2: But they had, look, again, we'll talk a bit later about it, but they, there's, they had some extra tracks they could have put on, but it's like everything, you know. Um... There could be people turn around and say, look, this is uh, – I mean, I've mean, read some of the reviews. There was a couple of reviews said that this was their favourite song on the album. So, really? Uh, maybe, maybe we're just not hearing it, but um, yeah. we, oh. will no. we will move okay. along. We will move briskly to number 11 uh, for Building Bridges. Where has your
0: innocence gone? Do you just know too much? You're comfortable in your skin. When does the strip begin? Summer taking summer, building bridges for the living. Summer taking summer.
2: Okay, building bridges. This was a song that, again, really uh, has grown with me over the last 25 years. I really, really like it. You know, little lyrics on here. Are you comfortable in your skin? Where does the strip begin? Um, I think there was definitely some digs at Bob Geldof on this one about being a little bit of a duplicitous operator. I think the mid bit in the song, about one minute 55, where the guitars kick in and it goes from this. Oh uh, my! This, God, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I'm sure we'll put that little bit in there, but this is one of these sort of whispers and moans and then it sort of keeps this sort of uh, amplified level and it's a bit like a hillbilly. I always love this song as it starts off a little slowly and then it goes up the hill, escalates, and then it quietens down at the end. And I really love the the production on it and Michael's vocals are almost just like need you tonight almost there. He's almost whispering into the microphone in parts and then, you know, when it hits the rocky bit, you know, with the band, I think it's fantastic. For you all smiling here, you want to share something, please. <laughs> on I don't day. know please
1: where start. to start with this one. Okay. This is one blood, my ultimate favourite song on the whole album. Right. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, okay, I will. All right, well, first of all, the lyrics, Jesus Christ, he is like so on point with it, you know, where does the innocent begin and all of that sort of thing. I don't know if I want, want, want to actually go into it too much because it's quite personal for me. I love it. I love it a lot and well, I don't
2: exactly. think it going. me to. why it is personal to you. You know, this is a review and this is your thoughts. So what is it about it that connects with you on that level?
1: Okay. I will. All right. I just moved Coffs Harbor and I was yeah. listening to this on my headphones and a little face popped up that I thought I knew on my Facebook at the time and it looked like Tim Ferriss and I thought, oh, thats he looks like Tim, is it Tim? And that was the time this this is when I connected with Tim, and I said, "Hello." And he said "Hello back." And we've been friends from ever since. So this song is my my Tim song. So there's so a
2: sort of I was dance with memory there a, lot. It's a
1: really good ode because I remember saying, I love the guitars on this song. And I was listening to it. It was like playing and we were listening. So that's why it's so personal to me because this is a way that I connected with Inexus. Wow.
2: Well, there's a lyric on here that I didn't quite realise it was a lyric. Now, he says, some days I'm everything I hate. Oh. Um, Yeah. And I used to think it was some days I'm everything out of here. I used to think it was that, but... The lyrics some days i am everything i hate and it's a really sad lyric when you think back in hindsight you know like he really was had some self-loathing going on and again you know like i know nowadays with mental health and all sorts of things people are a lot more acutely aware of you know their buddies and their friends and whatever there. and i just think back in this era there was no internet there was no sort of male men support groups or whatever there and you know these lyrics are crying out for help you know they really are person crying out and But if
1: you read them, like, building bridges for the living, some are taken and some are given, it's all about connecting with those people that have left us.
2: Look, you know, again, you never quite totally know until you chat to the songwriter and whatever there, and probably, as I said, Andrew and and Michael probably would have more to say, but... Look, it is, I guess, I guess, a song that really has got great production, great dynamics, you know, half hour lyrics and, and some hooks in it. And it starts slow, builds up, and then then sort of mm-hmm. meanders that in a beautiful, nice way at the end. And it brings us, I guess, to the general release of the album around sort of America and the world. This, that was the 11 tracks. I believe, obviously, sort of in Australia and some of the other sort of regions and things like that outside America. There was a 12th song on there called Shine that we will go through now. Yes. And we put on because this wasn't around the globe for everybody. It was sort of a bonus content on some regions. But uh, let's put a bit of shine on, B.
0: Skin as deep, but you so, so weak. Put your faith in the words they speak. Skin as deep, but you so, so weak. Put your faith in the words they speak.
2: This is a song, that, uh, Song 12 on the National Edition and stuff like that, and pretty much, you know, in Australia we got this one. I don't think in America it was on the standard version, but tell us about your thoughts on this one.
1: Very sexy. It's a really good dance song.
2: Well, this this when you hear this one close to the start, it's got a bit of a Roxy Music uh, funky thing at the start. There's also to the lyrics on this, again, quite angry when you break them down and, and sort of read them <laughs> and things. There was a bunch of tracks that didn't make it to this album. There was one there called Tuesday Weld, and Tuesday Weld's the name of a famous actress and I think one of her last roles she was in was a movie called Falling Down, Michael uh, Douglas. And she played the wife of Robert Duvall. But um, if you go and Google Tuesday Weld in excess, you'll see it a drive-in theater and you'll see the name Tuesday Weld on it. But there's a bit of a sort of a, a, a link to the funky version of that song. Like a, so that song's very much a loopy sort of funk thing that I think yeah. that Shine might have become part of. Um, I'm sure there's people out there who would maybe know more about that. Got a bit of a Viking Juice feel towards at the end with the sort yeah. of sexy music influence. But, um But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not very commercial. I mean, it really is an album track, but I, I like it. You know, it's probably towards the you know bottom tier of songs I like on the album, but I still think it's solid enough to make it to an album. Well, it's
1: just a sexy song, isn't it? I want to breathe out in and throw away my world if I could see that pearl. I mean, you know, I, mean, I, th- I think you could get the uh, gist of what he was trying to say there. Yeah.
0: Give, me, give me reasons for the things
2: I do, a silhouette I'm seeing in the shape of you. All right. Well, we're going to go to song 13 on uh, certain limited editions around the world, be Now, this is a song that uh, uh, listeners may know it, but there was a limited edition version coming out in Australia where the song Let It Ride came on. Uh, but Let It Ride was also on the Japanese version of the album. I think they mm-hmm. did this to stop legging things. Let It Ride also, I think, it was a B-side on the Everything single. Uh, so I remember hearing it there for the first time. And also, B, in the Seven Sins or Deadly Sins, whatever movie uh, thing last year, Let It Ride had a, quite a prominent part on that um, mm-hmm. uh, or movie uh, that came out with uh, the band producing material for. This particular track, let's play a little bit for those who don't know much about it. <laughs> Song I really love. I think if we could take She Is Rising off and put this thing on, I think it would. be Uh, Any little thing. It starts off very brooding with almost like this electronic drum thing going on, and got this little whisper vocal and Michael dropping the f bomb again, uh, which he's done for the second time on this album. But then it really lightens up, and it goes into this really sort of uh, really beautiful acoustic um, U turn with this really really lovely vocal i love songs lyrics where they use lyrics like sun and the and the stars and the moon and or mm-hmm. earth sun and moon. I I really love nature you know put in in lyrics and it really just sort of opens up that expansive sort of view on things and it's got really lovely sort of dynamics towards the end as well with the horns. It has this sort of big sort of you know musical dynamics at the end and there's just so much going on. Again, I would have loved this to sort of maybe replace uh, she is rising, but. Um, again, at least it made it to the 13-track, you know, uh, uh, you know, special edition. So, B, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: I echo your thoughts there, Hayden. I really do. Um, I like the fact that you know, the sky is blue. I'm watching you. The grass is green. What does it mean? It feels like a Valentine's card that you would have got in like um, in senior school <laughs> in a way. And then he, like you say, he drops the F bomb in there. So. Yeah, it's a good song. I Like you say, I really echo your thoughts on it. should have been there instead of um, She Is Rising.
2: You know, it's a, it's a great little add-on thing there. And um, as I said, again, musically, I think it's um, it's really creative. It's one of the more creative songs there because it starts with this electronica sound that goes into acoustic and then it goes into this... You know, mm-hmm. this sort of slower version, then it gets in this big dynamic orchestral horns thing. I think it's a real musical achievement as a song. Again, it's very commercial. It wouldn't be a single, but it, it, it's, again, it, it's a sign of the band's musicianship, which I think is is fantastic.
1: It feels like two songs going on, though, doesn't it? It's like, yeah. feel like it cuts off yeah. and then it's like it goes into a different song, which, but, but it works perfectly.
2: Well, the bands have done that. You know, if you think of a song like The Chain by. Um, uh, Fleetwood Mac. It starts off, you know, as a bit of a country sort of thing. You know, look at the, the wingle, You know, and then, then it, you then it breaks into this big sort of, uh, you know, bass guitar thing. You know, Paranoid Android or Bohemian Rhapsody, like two or three songs wrapped together. Um, this could have been a couple of sort of things put together to sort of, you know, um, jigsaw them and things like that. So definitely very, very, very positive. Uh, you know, uh, finishing track on the extra deluxe edition. And if you haven't. Uh, Been able to hear this one or or get it. Hopefully, today, as I said, you um, can share in uh, newfound joy of a great track you haven't heard. All right, B, one of the favourite things we like to do and we've done with every album release so far is the non-singles, that is, any track in any country around the entire world that was never a single, uh, the deep dive uh, songs, the the deep album cuts, we like to sort of list the ones that uh, we really enjoy and the ones that the average fan probably doesn't even know about uh, and add them to this sort of ever-growing sort of Spotify playlist, B, that uh, I think it's already above 20 songs now. Uh, but I'm particularly excited by our deep cuts today because I think we might be on the same page. So I've done a little bit of calculations here, but I reckon you'll be excited by this, but I think we might actually have a record amount of deep cuts for our Spotify playlist, okay? Now, I'm not going to tease you with how many, but could you guess from your end how many uh, extra cuts? I don't say Seven. <laughs> <laughs>
1: seven. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a bit lower than that, but we'd probably average three deep cuts. So what what figure do you think would be fair for this help?
1: Oh, well, definitely Girl on Fire. Definitely. And I think that, that's No, no, oh. no.
2: The amount, just the amount just yet. Oh, the amount.
1: Okay. <laughs> Four.
2: Yeah, Okay, higher.
1: Oh, really? Six.
2: Lower. Can <laughs> 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 <I> say five? <laughs> five. All right. Four. Four. Five, that's it. So, I think we're going to come with five songs, but the rules of this game, okay, that when we add these things, we both have to agree. So, for the sake of a song that you put in, if you say a song and I go, yeah, okay, it doesn't go on. Okay. If I say a song and you go, yeah, it doesn't go on, we have to be yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) So, I will, uh, as a gentleman, give you the new ball and uh, let's list, uh, I guess, uh, a track that we would like to add to our deep cuts. Uh, What's the first one you want to add in? Girl on fire. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go, eh. Oh,
1: really? After what you've been saying, you've been singing it all day.
2: Well, I've been singing it, but I I think, it's as I said, it's not a bad song, it's got good hooks in it or whatever, but I think there's some superior ones on there. So um, can can I throw one your way?
1: Yeah, go for it.
2: Okay, I think this is a bit of a given. I'm going to start at the top here. We are thrown together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do we agree on that? Yeah, we do agree on that one, yeah. We do agree on that. Okay, cool. So I think I mean that was one that um said we spoke about just on today's uh recording and uh good that we both agree but uh fantastic song and uh even through a bit more of that throughout the show. But uh all right, over to you, okay. Nominate another deep track that we need to get consensus on.
1: I'm just a man.
2: Absolutely, hundred percent agree. Uh Doctor Jim uh is just uh breathing a huge sigh of relief that, that was added. <laughs> Okay, and uh, we uh, we uh, universally agree on this particular one. We love the lyric. We love the sentiment. I mean, it's Michael's most honest lyric, and uh, absolutely, uh, that's the second one.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, you're going
2: to go for
1: one,
2: now. Yes, I'll go for one now. Um, now, I don't know how you're going to feel about this one, but I'm pretty steadfast, so I don't have to sell it to you, but uh, probably one of the heaviest tracks on the album, great chorus, great production. Um, big big sound. I'd love it. We would have loved to send some. Oh concept, come
1: on, sh- tell me.
2: Take <laughs> the tree.
1: Yeah, I knew you'd say that one.
0: <laughs>
1: Agree or disagree? <laughs> I wanna say yes, but there's others. <laughs> we do have
2: five to play with, remember? I so-
1: know, I know. All right. Well Should then, we, I'll I'll come back with mine, and then we have to decide if you like mine. Then we'll right. we go Didn't with we put
2: mine. If in we like, we this in the lo- pause mark and yeah. We revisit. Okay.
0: Okay. So this
2: is this is where B wants to uh, get her own one out. Now <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let you fly next. Okay. What's the what's well technically what's what's the sort of pseudo third or fourth? Yeah.
1: Show me, cherry baby.
2: Yep.
1: Yep. 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 Oh yeah. Right. We'll shake the right. trees out then.
2: Okay. <laughs> I've got five songs to choose from. Okay. All right. So, so I'm agreeing with you. Show me cherry cherry. Great opening song. Floating, blah, blah, blah. We agree. All right. Okay. Okay, number four. Okay. okay. Building bridges. Yes. Yeah. I think that was going to resonate with you. I know that's been a bit of a favorite for yours over oh, time.
1: Well, it's a big connection and it's a big. I mean, it's even got you know, you got Bridget written in there, isn't it? If you stick yes, there, get yes. rid of the S and okay, stick a T on it.
2: So let's recap a little bit. Deep album tracks, deep cuts. We've got We Are Thrown Together, agreed. Just a Man, agreed. We've okay. got Building Bridges, agreed, and Show Me, mm-hmm. agreed. Okay. 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 Now, okay. remember, the singles were elegantly wasted. Gone. Okay. Yeah. Everything, you know, yep. Searching and established yep. head. So there's eight songs. Yes. So on the sort of genuine, you know, album, there's three songs left over. So we've got this girl on fire. Uh-huh. She is rising, shake the tree, and probably technically shine. Oh.
0: Now.
2: We know that she is rising, as we spoke about earlier. Was definitely not one that we were totally into, so uh, that's out. Um, yeah. Shine, we sort of like, but I don't know. It's not to me in that sort of top tier. We've mm-hmm. uh, got uh, Girl on Fire versus Shake the Tree. There, really? uh, I've given a no on Shake the. Uh, sorry, on Girl on Fire. All uh, right. We have. We do actually have. Uh, we might have a tiebreaker song. We may. Do we throw Let It Ride in as the thirteenth song as a as a potential? That's an interesting thing.
1: Or do we go to the song that's on the EP?
2: No, we don't do that because it's never been on the official album, okay? Cool, uh, so, we could
1: put yeah. it into the deep dives though. Come on. <laughs> it's not a deep
2: dive. <laughs> it's bonus content released seven years later. So I like bonus so, series,
1: especially big okay. bonus news. You're not going to let okay. me have that, are you? Well,
2: maybe we'll okay. do this. Why don't you okay. convince me on Girl on Fire and then I'll try to convince you on Shake the Tree and then we'll see what we come up with. Okay, sell me on Girl on Fire.
1: Well, it, it, it's a bit light and dark, isn't it? Really? <laughs> it's energizing. It's um punchy. It gets in your head in the mornings, doesn't it, Hayden? So I'm like, an it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shake the tree is, I like it. It's fine. It's good. I do enjoy it. But um, yeah, it's not a dancey one, is it? And I'm all for dancing up in. Um, singing
2: along. Not everything has to be dancing. Yes,
1: it does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So maybe we, we have to just concede that we really have four we agree on and that we can't agree on the fifth.
1: Well, you know that, you have to come that's back our to rules, me isn't it? No, well what 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 do oh, you think? Should, you one? Yep. Okay,
2: let me try to convince you. Yeah, come on. Okay. Then. Think of the start of the songs like a little rattlesnake in the desert there. Yeah, it and is then cool. it's like ball, 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 it's and then the change this hand down. I thought like the lying thing of it. Yeah, uh, it is good. It is good. They're perfect skin, you know, like I mean yeah. it's uh it's got so to be what? thumping, soaring and great Timmy guitar in there B. <laughs> yeah,
1: Timmy's guitars in all of them. It's all good. Um oh, I don't like letting you win. <laughs>
2: Well, let the song be the winner, not me. About no, whatever I'm, joking. You... I'm joking. I'm no, joking. I'm no, joking. No. Well, um, I, again, I don't want to twist your arm. Okay. Oh, I want to no. twist both your arms
1: <laughs> <laughs> my ears. All
2: right. But no, you, you oh. have the right of reply. I want you to stand your digs if you don't agree or if you think it could make it in, let me know. There's no no extra persuasion. I'll leave it with you.
1: I think, oh, can't we not just have both of them in?
2: No, okay, so this is what we have to do. If you can't decide, that means you've decided. So we're going to stick with the four deep tracks and we can't yes, get okay. the fifth one in. So that's the all rules. Right. We have to stick to our history and <laughs> that's what we'll do there. But uh, uh, we should be updating our little Spotify playlist on our platforms, B this week and let people know where it stands out for these new four tracks added in.
1: Okay, all, right. all Fantastic. right. Fantastic. So we've got I'm Just a Man, Thrown Together, Show Me, Cherry Baby, and Building Bridges.
2: All right, then. well, that's the tracks track, Way. So Next week, as I said, we're going to uh, hopefully have our engineer of the album on, Mike uh, Montikoff, uh, and I know I've got that pronunciation wrong, so Mike, please correct me. Uh, but also, you know, we will do a little bit of a deep dive just on the optics of the album, things over, you know, between now and then. There was a, a great article a, a year or two ago about re-evaluating the, uh, the, uh, the album in terms of uh, giving it more critical respect. Um, but also, so I'm going to go into some of the reviews at the time and just some of the dialogue and maybe have an opinion or a comment piece on it because I think, again, you know, as I said, you know, in excess, that this album was quite polarizing. There was, there was sort of half that really liked it in terms of the critical acclaim and there was half that almost attacked the band rather than even listen to the song. So uh, I'd like to sort of dive a bit deeper on that and, and just maybe use this as a bit of a way of educating uh, our listeners about, you know, the overall sort of, industry understanding of in excess at that time and and since then and um i think it'll be an interesting discussion to have with you anyway
1: yeah can't wait for have, to have him on he sounds like a really fun guy actually yep. yeah
2: right
1: hi this is sarah from sydney you're listening to in access all areas and now it's time for the news
2: Okay, right, B. Well, no real chart updates this week. Uh, as I said, you know the album sits comfortably in the top twenty in the Australian uh, album charts. I think at uh, I think four, I think, and then you know sixteen for Kick. So the very best at four and Kick is sixteen, but not on the national top fifty. Big shout out to all the people so far who have actually uh, given their submissions to the NCS website for the Calling All Nations competition, which was basically uh, cutting off on March the tenth, where you can submit your stories for your fan experience at a live concert. So. Not long to go, only a couple of weeks, and we would love our patrons and listeners to uh, jump onto that journey because uh, you'll end up in a book. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, have your uh, stuff published, plus come onto our show and uh, and then have that well that interview uploaded to the next Inaccess website. So, uh, if you haven't done it yet, get your details in. I know B, you asked me about me putting it in. What did I say? Yeah.
1: You said no. Let the listeners um, and the, yes. and the fans do it. So that's good. Yes. But you have think, got some this, great stories. Well, this
2: whole this whole podcast to me is a forum where I'm sharing the experiences. So I'd rather our listeners uh be a part of it. Yeah. Um also too, a couple of little articles this week. One was called In Excess in Oz Culture. Now uh it was done by the Barterby uh, research team and it, it is a bit of a paywall behind it, but about two thirds into it, it was quite an interesting article about in excess's effect on Australia and music and dance culture and and beach and all sorts of stuff so it is as i said behind a paywall but if you are prepared to uh you know do that or sign up and register at least uh, you might be able to see that content and interesting uh more content also to uh as we said earlier, happy birthday to ollie olsen again also to want to give a bit of a shout out to these guys they've just finished their tour Uh friend of the band john stevens from noise works it was great to be able to see the band a few weeks ago and uh there's some great content online uh, of John you know, singing Excess songs a couple of years back on that tour, but also the Noiseworks tour, which uh, uh, is there. And I know I've had a few people uh, respond to me on our Messenger about it. Uh, so if you do want to see some great footage, uh, go check it out. Also, too, a couple of little shout-outs to some gigs. Uh, the What You Need guys are doing uh, great business over in WA. They've got a gig on March the 11th at the Woodvale Tavern. And big shout-out to the Inexcessive boys. Talk about planning ahead, B. These guys are, uh, have got a gig in Hobart, in Tassie, in October, Ooh, uh, the 27th that'd be nice. of October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they must have that many gigs. They're planning that far ahead. So yeah, um, yeah. if you haven't seen the Excessive Boys, that's the Victorian gang that uh-huh. um, I guess we've engaged and talked to before. Uh, big shout out to them and uh, go along and see them in October. And finally, last but not least, uh, you did mention a bit earlier in the show, B Minnesota Music. That's the home of Prince from Minnesota or Minneapolis, did a great article in music.com or min- minnesotamusic.com of the best 15 Australian singers of all time. And they mentioned everybody, you know, from John Farnham, you know, through to Jimmy Barnes, through to uh, I think uh, Bon Scott was number two, um, a whole variety of sort of singers there, you know, throughout sort of the journey. I think Sear was in there and mm-hmm. uh, I think Kyrie was in there. But yeah. mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it might be coming at number one, which was great to see. And yeah. um, it is a great article. It's uh, It's been on some of our platforms and been shared around by, uh, I think, Daniel and the gang and, and many others. So it's been fantastic to sort of just see a, quite a unique article in a unique uh, American city and be good if that same article maybe just uh, flipped a couple of kilometres over or miles over to the Rock Hall of Fame, which is not yes. too far. Yeah, great article. And do yourself a favour by listening to that one, B.
1: Yeah, and hello to everybody who lives in Minnesota. I, there was a few people that said, I love my city even more, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I've, Absolutely. I've just got um, a, a little retro one here. Um, it was yep. John John Travolta's birthday last week, so happy birthday to John Travolta, which, which it? tied in really nicely with the Face Off movie. It's funny that we were talking <laughs> about him last week, and it was his birthday. So sorry we missed no. it, John, and uh, I hope you had a nice birthday.
2: Well, uh, apparently John Travolta turned, uh, well, I guess it would have been 69, but his hair turned 81, so there you oh. go. There you go. But, yeah, February 8th, 1954. Uh, although John's sporting the, uh, the board look these days, which is great, because, hey, listen, after a while you can't fight it, really, can you?
1: No, so when you take your wig
2: off... That's right. Says so me with a big mop of you know bloody you know mullet uh, parading the uh, the landscape. But uh, yeah, happy birthday, John. And um, yeah, twenty six years since Face Off came out. So wow. Uh, yeah, but that's the news, Pete.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Hayden. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Engagement with myself, B, and Danielle. Welcome again, Danielle. We've got lots to go through. I can see here we've had lots of fun engagement this week.
0: We have, we have. So I'd like to start with Genevieve's video. How bloody cool was that? (laughs) As I said, I wouldn't mind getting elegantly wasted with those guys any day. Oh, me neither, especially when he says, let's
1: go up to first
0: class. Ah, Well ah. done,
1: well done. (laughs) it was pretty cool actually I was um, getting the audios together for, and I thought I've got to get all the boys together in one little space and then it just arrived on my lap Michael saying let's get some piss I was like that's just perfect and then Genevieve came up with the visuals and that has already hit over a thousand pies within 24 hours so thank you everybody for sharing it and saving it and commenting on it so and I feel that we've had a good uh,
0: response to that video it was amazing absolutely amazing yes the the feedback that we've gotten the numbers that we've gotten, amazing. Thank you so much, Genevieve. Well done, Genevieve. And also, um, well done to Laurie in a
1: post about um, JD um, performing with In Excess in Canada,
0: was it? At the, where was that? Tell me about that. It was the Winter Olympics, the awards ceremony, excuse me. So they had come on stage after the uh, awards had been given out. So yeah, that was in Canada. I believe it was Toronto. But yeah, that's that's where they they performed, and we had someone comment called
1: the real DJ Fortune. Oh, I wonder who <laughs> that could be. So JD, yes, he he actually, if you want to go onto our Instagram and read um, some of the comments from JD, um, he has a few more um, added. Um, added things there about that that night um and JD we're sending you an email and an invite onto the show we would love to hear your side of the story and get um, a little bit more in depth with you about that that would be rather cool I know there's a mixed feelings from the fans out there and my take on is that you have um you've changed a little bit you've grown up and I'm sure you know it was very starstrucky when you uh, were performing with the guys I just I don't know how you did it mate really I really did it and uh, I think you did a cracking job
0: well I will say since I saw them twice with JD he did a phenomenal job you know he he brought an element of himself to to the performance uh, but then yet he didn't uh, overtake the the guys in the back so I absolutely enjoyed his performances and it was great just to hear their music again Great. Really good. All right. What else you got in your bag? Oh, goodness. We have got uh, several people that signed up for our website this week. So I'd like to give a big thank you to Marianne, Stephen and Robert. And what does that actually mean, signing up to
1: our website? What, what do they get? What the difference than just browsing if you sign
0: up to the website? What's the difference? I kind of almost call it like a little backstage pass. Oh yeah, uh, you get uh, you can get your your backlog of your newsletters that you've missed out. Uh, you get fan engagement with our other fans yeah, yeah yeah it's good isn't it so they can actually go on
1: to the um, episodes and, and see when they get downloaded they get a little pop-up to say when um, there's a new post put, put out. so it's worth being a uh, lot being able to um, become a site member and then you get to um, be right on whenever we upload anything new on there. So welcome to all those new ones. I want to also say hello to uh, Musy TV. I've started following us on Twitter and they pl- post a lot of uh, music stuff. So Musy TV, welcome on board. Um I've got a personal one actually. <laughs> okay. I went to the beauty salon yesterday. And had a little bit of um, beautifying So I met a lady called Renee So hi Renee, you are an absolute superstar She played In Excess for me And um, chilled me out while I had my treatments done And her father, bless him, he passed away a couple of years ago He was a massive In Excess fan I hope you can enjoy the show and listen to all our old episodes, Renee And um, probably share them with your mom as well for dad And
0: they could never Okay, is there anything else before we talk about money? Well, we've already had a few tickets already sold for the new oh. EW book. So people are getting it in. Yes, it's
1: um uh, it's a hot it's a hot item and um yeah, and we'll have more great prizes come in um within the year as well. Also wanna mention um Daryl Francis and Margaret Reese both made comments about um, the Elegantly Wasted um, album and they liked the song, Just A Man. I also want to mention Gwen Fox and Paul Lee. You also mentioned JD and you've got your own um, takes on seeing JD, um, but yeah, like we say, let's get him on and then we can see um, if he, he can change your mind about him. Absolutely. Okay, that brings me on to Manny, our man Manny, who um, reads out the news for us now and again. Um, Manny's got some exciting news. He actually already does a blog on A to Z in excess music. What else has he been up to, Danielle?
0: Well, Manny from the UK, he is actually signed a contract with a uh, contract with a book publisher. Um, he has turned the in excess A to Z blog into a book. He just signed a contract with a book publisher. So congratulations, Manny. It sounds amazing, amazing.
1: And uh, hopefully we might get um, an INXS member doing a forward for that book as well, which would be uber exciting. So fingers crossed for that for you,
0: Manny. When is that likely to be coming out, Danielle? He says it should be coming out sometime in 2024. So we have that to look forward to. All oh, right. Right. That's mega cool. Well done, Manny. That's great. He's he's a really good writer and we
1: love having him on the show. And I'd like to get him on a little bit more, especially um, to talk about his book when it comes out. Well, that was awesome. Well, thank you to everybody that engages with us on all the different platforms. You can always talk to myself and Danielle on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and also through the
0: website. We just love to have a chat, don't we, Danielle? We do. So whenever you email, I'll be the one emailing you back, talking to you. (laughs) All right. Thanks for coming back on, Danielle. See you next week. Bye, beautiful bee. This is Sheila from Birmingham, Alabama. This is Susan from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, this is Maiti from Montreal, Canada. This is Suzanne from Los Angeles, California. And that's a wrap
1: another fantastic episode there really enjoyed going through um part two or side two of elegantly wasted and uh yeah and fun engagement now it's always good to hear you all So thank you very much hayden what we're going to do next week then
2: well we're going to get mike on our engineer on and then oh, hopefully yeah? uh, we'll have a couple episodes where we'll really just get into the album and commentary around it and you know i think uh has got some really good access to Bruce Fairbairn and who he worked at ACDC and many other bands, so it'd be good to get uh, uh, some understanding about a, a famed producer who's no longer with us. Uh-huh. Also, B, just a reminder, have we launched a new raffle? Because I know that uh, we pulled out the new Little Elegantly Wasted thing earlier in the show, uh, which is pretty cool, the tour guide, uh, etc. cetera there. So uh, what's the plans for that with raffling that going forward?
1: yes we mentioned last week that um tim and kirk had signed a tour book from the elegantly did tour which was called lose your head tour we've got this for for somebody we're going to um do another raffle it's going to be 20 dollar tickets you get them through our website so if you follow the link in our description it should be up and running you should be able to get your tickets and when i say tickets you don't have to buy just one you can buy as many as you like yep. we need to get an an end date on this i suppose where are we at today hayden where are well,
2: we at the time of recording or well actually time of releasing this will be around about february twenty sixth and things like that but um
1: i think we give it a full month then
2: yeah yeah that's right so uh look as i said we'd love seeing uh people obviously you know help us with our podcast but more importantly we would love to see people get great goodies you know there's so many good collectors out there and a lot of the stuff we try to share with you is quite unique merchandise and can't get it anywhere so,
1: we will um, be doing the live stream on March the thirty first, but I've just read there, Hayden. I don't know. It's the Easter show. Will you be going to the Easter show on the thirty first with the kids?
2: It's always uh, a good
1: one, isn't it? I Ooh. went to the I
2: went to the Royal Easter Show one one time only in nineteen eighty five.
1: Well, you need to take the children. They <laughs> love that. All the animals. We do. We go to the
2: we go to the 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 Royal Melbourne Show down here, which is sort of the equivalent of it, but. Uh, uh, look, that same week is Andrew Farris' birthday, so maybe we'll invite Andrew leader along and maybe it'll be into country week at the show. They can bring down one of their big bulls and uh, we could have a, a day out.
1: <laughs> Why not? Yeah. We did a little thing with Andrew once and he, he used his hat. Correct. Do you remember? That's on our YouTube channel.
2: Dr. Jim's still beaming from being the uh, raffle drawer that day. But, uh, being
1: you, although I called him B. I I called it. myself Hayden that so I don't know. Um, that reminds me. A guy got in touch with with us called uh, what was his name Martin. Martin, you've asked if you could listen to us on YouTube. Yeah, you can. Um, so if you go over to our YouTube channel, there is a few of our um, episodes on there. Not all of them, but I might start doing that again. What do you reckon? Yeah, sure. I didn't think anybody would listen on YouTube, but perhaps we well, should. Let me know some people, more visual, know in some people more visual,
2: you know, uh, etcetera. There, then they are all well, so. That's right. I
1: don't know if we will be on it. We'll just have, like, I think I did, like, cartoon characters, yep. animations of us. Yes. Well, mm.
2: we want to wrap up a little bit by, uh, I think, welcoming a new patron aboard and also just thanking our patrons who are more than likely to be listening today and listening over the next couple of weeks to this episode. So... Equally, we should say thank you to all our patrons who are tuning in. Uh, Shout out to them now, B. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least. Hello.
1: Well hello to our honorary members, Tim Farris, Nick Egan, Mark Opitz, Richard Simpkins, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods, Darren Jones and Paul Jolie, our patrons. Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Markham, Sarah Camia, Dr. Jim, Katie, Lisa, Mack and Marie, Susan P, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Lisa, Linda, Yvonne, Amanda H, Amanda V, David, Tracy, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Val, Jim, Matey, Kelly, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Laurel, Barb, Genevieve, Laurel, Manny, Lori, Jill, Yari, Laos, Heidi, Paula, Lisa, Urban, Angie, Nancy, Juliet, Scott, Anthea, Maria, Nicole, Tracy, Darren, Vern, Jamie, Diana, Stefan, Andrew, Georgie, Stephen, Keisha, Mark, Vern, Shane, Lachlan, mandy jane rachel nikki sula amy diana and paul and our special mentions to sue d joe robbins john a vink michael spriggs glenn davis paul boozy and jay finlissen welcome to the podcast everybody It's a
2: huge list now, isn't it? It is a huge list, okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And uh, keep jumping on board. It all makes a difference. All right. Um, Now, B, we went out last week with one of your songs, which was everything uh, lovingly dedicated to your dad. Uh, We're going to go out this week with uh, probably my second-favorite song on the album, which is We Are Thrown Together. I want everybody to listen to this one three, four, five times. I want you to put your headphones on. I want you to take a little journey with Michael on this. I want you to go from the start, the the whispers and tones of the start, the acoustics, you know, how the production starts to to move into mystical Indian noises and sounds. um, And then all the way through to that escalation of that big soaring chorus and picture michael where he was at this point in time you know we are lost and found we are thrown together just that vocal increase and escalation and i want everyone to take the journey because this is probably is you know up there with just a man is almost as heartfelt as anything yes. on the album yes. you know i would love this song to have a different life in a different uh modern day setting whether it's on a show or a movie or whatever i think it's got real resonance mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to go out with it so b thank you again goodbye from me
1: no worries and it's a goodbye from b goodbye everybody
0: Smile, yeah. like anyone. Ch-ch-ch. What could be found in this sweet damaged smile? We, hey, hey. we are lost. We are found. We are thrown together. hey, hey. Take my hand. Hey. Hey.
2: Listening to In Access Access Hall Areas with Hayden and B.